Here we go. And um, cue music. I'm waiting for the music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm playing it in my head. I forget how the song goes, I'll be <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah. Still a song like that. <laughs> Welcome to Definitely Maybe, a podcast where we contribute to your uncertainty about everything. I'm Dan. I'm also Dan. I'm still Jordan. <laughs> You're 50% Dan. True. Whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa. I didn't get that, and then I got it. And blew my fucking. Oh, we're on it. We're here oh, two. Yeah. We're here in the same two week span. Two episodes in as many weeks. Damn. I'm on it. Hey, this is your favorite bi weekly podcast. <laughs> bi weekly, and even that's a stretch. <laughs> anyway, we're you know what do we got, Dan? Topic man, jo- the Dan topic man, Jordan. Ah, uh, you said you had something interesting happen to you this week. Uh, okay. Well, this didn't actually happen this week. Um, but you said you had something interesting happen. Yeah. This happened years and years ago. That's not true, really? actually. No. Oh. <laughs> this was probably pre-pandemic. Um, actually, yeah, this is when I lived in Carlisle. Anyway. The, viewer, the viewers will know when that is. <laughs> uh, that was probably two to three years yeah, ago. Yeah, the Jordan's lifetime line. <laughs> um, I was at a Chick-fil-A, and I approached, pro- <laughs> I approached the drive-thru. And I went to pay for my food. I had ordered a Chick-fil-A Deluxe without tomatoes. I see. No ice. And I went to pay. And the lady said, your order has already been paid for. Wow. I was like, wow, that's awesome. And I took my food and left. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently you know, the people try to do this so that it's like, yeah, so you can pay for the next person behind you. I didn't do that. I was just like, wow, free food. And I was out of there. I would have honestly done the same thing, but but like, what if the, you're in this situation, right? Uh, hey, your food's already been paid for. Oh, wow, that's really nice. Well, I think that I'll do this for the next person. I'd like to pay for the next person's meal. All right, that'll be forty two fifty. And then you're like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I'd like to pay for yeah. one fourth <laughs> yeah. of the person behind me's meal. I can see they they look at the at the bill, the next person. That'll be forty three, and then they look at the window, and it's like you've already screeched yeah. off, <laughs> driving <laughs> off. Do you, like, <laughs> if you retract, like, okay, actually, I don't want to pay for that. Are you then a dick? That's the question. No, I think you need to be wise, and even if it can be offensive, it's like, I'm not trying to spend 40 some dollars at Chick-fil-A. I and think they need to understand that. I think that it is arguably a bigger dick move, because you know what probably happened to that person. They, You were behind them in the line. They looked in the rearview mirror. They saw one person in the car. Yeah. And they were like, this guy probably got one meal. I'm going to pay for his. That's a bigger dick move to assume that there's only one person in the car behind you. Now, if that person rolls up to the window and goes, I'd like to pay for one of the next three meals, whichever one is the highest. Now that, <laughs> is, that is crazy. That's a baller move. Yeah. Honestly, I wish I had really good uh, experiences in the drive-thru. 
just last week, th- this is the exact opposite of what you experienced. Just last week, somebody left and you had to yeah. pay for their meal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went. I went to McDonald's. Uh, I was so hungry. Like I had not eaten all day, and I always think it was food. But it was eleven at night. Ele- only eleven. So I went to a 24-hour drive-through McDonald's. That's what they advertise. 24 hours. That's what they advertise. Advertise. Boom. 24-hour drive-through. And I'm sitting there, and nothing. And I'm sitting there, and nothing. At the thing to speak your order. Yes. The microphone. So, so then it has yes. then reached. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> the, the microphone. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it has then reached the threshold to where I have been waiting too long. I am now going to announce my presence. What? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Okay. Hello. I say into the microphone. Nothing. I wait a little bit more. And then I'm like, well, maybe. I got this. Hello, are you guys open? Nothing. So I get so frustrated, and I turn around. Like, go around the drive through path to see, like, is there anybody in this building? And the moment I get to the first window, there's a woman with a baby in the McDonald's. And, and just, like, all the employees just, like, hanging out. I'm like, these people are not giving me <laughs> I, there's no way I'm ever getting these people to make me uh, a food. But why was the baby in the McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> Look, bring your child to work. Yeah, maybe there. they could find at a babysitter. And, and this is this is also what frustrated me. This is you work at a 24-hour McDonald's and you start ignoring customers at 11. Come on, do better. You know what I mean? What's the ignoring hour? Yeah, two yeah, thirty. I don't know, like five a.m. <laughs> See, Cameron. That's that's while the they were wrong, you were incredibly naive in this scenario. <laughs> Everyone knows 24 hours. First of all, this just cannot be trusted, um, especially in you know where we all live, uh, or at least where I know where you live. Um, in Pennsylvania, there's spots. 24 hours doesn't mean anything. That means by at least 10, there's going to be one dude, and but he there is were going four to employees <laughs> if you count the baby. I know, but it's like they should they they should. Be congratulated just the uh, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> they should be congratulated for just coming in because they know that McDonald's only has about a, a one dude maybe who works that whole shift and he takes the he takes the orders he cooks the food he he does the whole thing. I'm surprised you saw that many people honestly in there. I have never you cannot go to McDonald's after ten. You just can't do it. It would, it would have been amazing if <laughs> when you were like, "Hello, are you open?" As soon as you started pulling away, they were just like, no. <laughs> that was it. Oh, my God. Okay, I have a McDonald's story drive through wise And I, I wonder if I told it already. I hope I didn't. Um, I feel like I may have. We, we, we will report if you did. If I did, we can you just told cut the this story about story. how you went to a Popeye's and witnessed a, fart, a fight. Fart. No, I witnessed a dude quit live <laughs> in front of me, I think. Um. <laughs> I witnessed a fart at Popeye's. <laughs> Yeah, that's not enough to make me leave. We've all been there. You just pull up to the drive through <laughs> and then open. Like, that'll be 2450. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. Do you like retract your hand at that point? <laughs> Let's like, let uh, that air out. going on? So, here's what happened. So, this is, uh, this is kind of evil in the fast food industry. Uh, I mean, it works when it works, but when there's like, when I was referencing earlier, one person working the drive through, this is where it can get a little suspect. So, <laughs> McDonald's, this is near me. They had the two lines open, okay? So two the, lines two in the drive through. Yeah. So there was there was a car in the first uh drive through. I was went to the outer one. So I pull up, no one takes my order, but they're taking the other dude's order. That's fine. I arrived after that dude, okay. I'm I'm chilling. That car leaves. 
I'm still at the outer drive-thru. A car comes up behind them. The person starts talking to the other person before I got in line. Okay. Or, yeah, before they went to me. I was there before the second they person. disrespected the hierarchy. Okay. Yes, because I arrived second. Huh? They weren't going like that. Yes, correct. So I wasn't speaking in the microphone. So what happened was, so the second car ordered, I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. I'm just going to go around. Clearly, the only person, they're just taking orders from that one. Whatever, that's fine. I don't care. I go around. <laughs> I go around. I get in the inner drive-thru, get to the speaker. A car pulls up to the outer speaker, and the person speaks to them before they speak to me. <laughs> this actually has happened. At least twice to me. <laughs> it's actually insane. So I just talked it up to racism and just left. <laughs> two. This happened at two different McDonald's. Also, if look, if anyone who listens to the podcast works at McDonald's, feel, feel free to leave us a comment on why this would happen. Where I would see you guys take two cars in a row. He's seriously, he really wants the answer, actually. <laughs> and then I drive around to that same window, and then someone comes in after me. And then they get talked to before me. It was you know, it was sad. It's so funny, because the, t- the two lines anytime thing is such dog shit. Because, like, yes. half the time it's coned off anyway. <laughs> it's it's like, mess. two lines anytime except this time. And then you it know, sucks. the one drive through place. It also sucks when that person orders... And then say you say they order before you, and then you order, and you're on the outer drive through. But the line is long, mm-hmm. so now that that first car is kind of pulled up, and you're kind of half you're like halfway pulled up, and the person behind you cannot reach the speaker. Yeah, and and you can't move. It's like you have to be nice. They ordered first, so you're just standing there and waiting till this car fully pulls up in front of you before you, you can like move at all. Dick. It just it 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 just sucks, and it only works honestly if if the McDonald's or whoever is doing. I've only seen now that I think about it. Or I guess Chick-fil-A does it, but they kind of understand what they're doing. I've always seen McDonald's do this two-drive-through thing, but they just screw it up, and it's just ridiculous. The Chick-fil-A drive-through is unreal. It is so much. It just gives me anxiety. Being If I was working— I think it's very quick. Although, it, no, it's totally quick. Two of the last ten times I went there— Okay, so, so here's <laughs> what? Here's what? Here's what? <laughs> last ten times. Okay. Here's, here's what happened. I got some sunglasses. Okay. Now, what was that? Are you going to put the sunglasses on yourself in the video? <laughs> I just wanted them to know. <laughs> Look, I got some sunglasses, right? And okay. I'm a bougie-ass bitch in these sunglasses. There's no other way to put it. I'm a bougie-ass bitch. Now, look, okay. I, here's the thing. One time, I went to Chick-fil-A, and this happened in my whole life. In about 10 years of Chick-fil-A career. Since I've gotten these glasses, it's happened to me twice. The Chick-fil-A All-American. Yeah. So... I rolled up, and they always go, can I get a name for the order? And I've talked about this. <laughs> and I said, Dan. Now, twice <laughs> since I put these glasses on, they said, Danny? Twice. This happened again? Yeah, and it wasn't Seth. Like recently? Yeah, last week. I remember oh the first God. time it was Seth. The first time it was <laughs> Seth that said that. And ev- every time I go voice. back, I look for Seth because I'm out for blood. And if I see Seth, that <laughs> is going to get it. This is wow. a definitely maybe PSA. If I see you, Seth, at that Chick-fil-A, I will get my <laughs> revenge, and I will have my vengeance. 
This is, it's just like, why are there so many employees at Chick-fil-A? That is what give that's what stresses me out. There is at any given moment, there's four employees outside taking orders, like one that double checks you like the is it the, is your name this? Yes. And then then when you look in the the fucking window, there's like sixteen people in there and they're all so cramped and they're all doing something. What is I, I disagree. I don't think they're all doing something. It's like the aliens. <laughs> it's like the, all the aliens from Toy Story. The yeah. claw, except they're like, my my pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> and it just really freaks me out. And that's probably why I don't go there that often. It's, I think what's, you also know, the, you know. what's worse about their thing is that they have gates where the people what? stand to take your order. So they have to like, can you just move up a little bit, please? And it's like, you've already started my order here, and I have to move up a little bit to finish the order. But the car etiquette, first of all, car etiquette in itself. There are things that are just, you know what to do. Like, I think, like... You would think, Daniel. You would think. Like, I think the most bitch thing you could ever do in a drive-thru, right, is when you go to <laughs> give the guy your card at the window, and you're just too far from the window. <laughs> so you see the guy, and he opens the door a little bit and has to lean out. Most bitch thing <laughs> you could do. I, who, do you guys also get really stressed? <laughs> do you ever get stressed out before... Or before you're going to pay in cash at the drive-thru because you're, they're going to give you coins back and you're like, how the fuck do, like... Yeah. Uh. Also, if you beep in a drive-thru, I hate you and you're going Why to hell. Why would you beep in the drive-thru? I've, have you ever been in a drive-thru and somebody, it. like, it's ter- taking a while so they fucking just beep their horn, scares you because you weren't expecting it? You're going to hell if you do that. These are terrible people because uh, beeping doesn't do any... Look... I'm not saying you need to be calm in every single situation on the planet. What's, what's, a, what's a situation where you don't need to be calm? Like if someone's like beating your wife. <laughs> That's the only thing. Like so someone's killed your cat or dog or child or mom. Wait, so you're saying <laughs> somebody kills your cat, there. somebody kills your mom. Yeah. Same level of anger from you. Yeah, it's reasonable. If someone steals your lunch in the office refrigerator, you can be angry. Now, a different level of anger than if someone kills a family member. but Or a cat. <clears throat> Some anger is, anger can be justified. Of course. In a drive-through, okay. You have people probably making minimum wage. Now this is not an excuse. I want to be very clear. This is not an excuse for poor service or for the workers to be mean to people. Not saying that at all. Okay. They even though you're getting paid as little as you're being paid, you know, just try and do your job as best as you can. Even if you mess up my order, I don't get angry at the people because everyone's human. That being said, if there's like a thousand cars in the driveway, it's clearly taking long. Beeping will do nothing. I don't like pointless anger that accomplishes zero. You just described my personality. My so, whole career, have, like my camera. whole my whole personal brand is misplaced anger that will solve nothing. Exactly. Have you ever beeped in a drive-thru? I don't beep often. I don't. Use I don't the beep horn often function. either. Me neither. I don't. I can't remember the that's last a, time. I think that's a real, like an older person thing is the beeping of the horn. <laughs> if yeah. my if my horn, if I could change my horn to instead of like a loud beep, it would just like excuse me. <laughs> I would totally do that. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. I want to be so polite. <laughs> like like when when the light changes and it's green and the person in front of you is not going and it's like what you're waiting like five, ten, fifteen seconds. I'm like. I don't want to bother this person by like killing well, them with I think my horn. At the point that you're in the same drive-through as them, you're all victims. Like you beep your horn at me, I am also a victim of waiting. 
I don't, I don't want to be in the drive-thru. Yeah. Who are you beeping at? That's the what I'm people saying. inside exactly. that are going to now gonna spit you? on your food if exactly. they can identify your and car? That, and that happened to me just last night. You got your car spit on? <laughs> or wait, your food? <laughs> food. I, I had this, you spit on Well, I had this food? concern. I had this concern because I, was, I went to Popeye's at 10.30 last night. The line was what? the line was thirteen cars deep at ten thirty. <laughs> what? Absolutely, what, what, it was. What Popeyes are you going to? The one on uh, right by your house. You need to, or Jonestown Road? Yeah, Jonestown Road. They're open till eleven. Okay, we'll discuss that. But uh, at an off podcast time. Continue. Yeah, so I went there at ten thirty. The line was long. Now I got up to the speaker, and it was taking a long time for me to get up to the speaker. But I was up to the speaker. I was there, and again, like Cameron, radio silent. Hate that. Now, unlike Cameron, I knew there were people here because I just I'm in line, so like I give it you know the minimum respect, and I'm like, hello, nothing, <laughs> nothing back, nothing back. I see the people in front of me, the lines moving in front of me. There's people behind me, lines not moving. I get nothing back. I I, I look at my phone. It's ten o seven, or it's ten thirty seven. Sorry, ten thirty seven. You're running out of time. And then they're running out of chicken. Yeah, I was concerned. So then, 10.40, I'm still in the same spot. And I'm like, hello, y'all there? <laughs> yeah, the Nothing. thing about this, they could at least say, exactly. wait. They like, have the let headphones. me know a person is in right? the building. So then, Continue. I, I'm like, 10.45 hits. No. 10.45 hits. I'm in the same spot. I've gone through three songs on Spotify. And I'm sitting there going like, okay, this is my last attempt. And I go... <laughs> Hello. And he goes, yeah, man, I hear you. Like, like it was nothing. <laughs> like, it was nothing. Like, it's like, yeah, man, I got you. It's like, bro, I've been here for 15 <laughs> minutes saying this three times. You didn't say anything the whole time. And then I was like, well, I was afraid to, like, like say, like, yo, what the, what are you doing? Because I was like, they have to give me my food. Can you take my order, please? Yeah, I was like, bro, are you good? But nothing. And then I got up to the window, and he was just like, yeah, here you go. And I was like, you didn't give me my soda. And he was like, oh, yeah, I thought I gave it to you. And it was just right next to him. <laughs> I was like, what an experience. Wait, so you did place your order? I did, yeah, I placed an order. Was it when he came on the line? Yes. Wow. They can just like just say something. Let me know that you just exactly. are here and Acknowledge you're here for that me. you see me. You should have just started saying your order like, <laughs> after nobody responded. Yeah, <laughs> let me get a... <laughs> the worst part is the drive throughs Some may know on Jonestown Road, there's a Taco Bell where... Once you're in that drive-thru, yeah. you're in the drive-thru, and anything could happen. You are, you could get carjacked. You could get robbed because you can't move. There's like you're right on the side of the sidewalk. They have the sidewalk. There's medians on both sides. Yeah, or the, on the one side is the miniature golf, and the other side is some weird sidewalk. But you can't, you can't leave, at least in your Popeye situation. There's a spot where it's like, I'm sick of it. Yeah. I'm out of here. Well, I was, I was thinking about it, but I was at the mic. So yeah. it's like at the point that I leave, like I was worried about a camera situation where I pull away and it's like, hello, like, did you want something as I'm like driving off? Yeah. So I, I just stuck it out. But I was just like, man. And I got home. I wasn't even hungry. Like I got I home at like 11. I was the only person in that line. And, back, and <laughs> you know, what was the whole reason once I saw the employees in there with the baby. Uh, the whole reason I did like so pull weird. back around and be like, I know you guys are in there. <laughs> I'm really hungry. Please take my order because I know that they were going to let the baby slobber in my food or something. The like baby, that. just like, just like, <laughs> they were gonna let that hold, would be hold really it upside weird. down. That'd be awful. They were gonna let the baby slobber in it. Have you ever like? I try to be as nice as I possibly can to like fast food employees or every every employee, employee. in general, but especially fast food employees because people are really mean to them. 
I think people have way too much of an intimate relationship with all cashiers. I don't speak to these people at all. All I tell them is, this is what I would like. That's it. And and it's get to the point, I think I've said this before on here too, it's like, if I pull up to the window, I'm ready for that script. If you deviate from that script, you're going to figure it out because I'm following the script. So at the minute that I go, I'd like a large number nine with two plain cheeseburgers, right? At the point that he should say after that, what would you like to drink with that? Because that's what I'm prepared for. We both have been through this before. At the point that you go, oh, hold on one second. My next <laughs> sentence is a Coke. That's it. Okay. I, there's a lot of instances in life that I think that you have a scripted conversation for, just in general. Like what? It's like ordering fast food, right? Yeah. Talking to the random guy in the grocery aisle that asks you a question. Does that happen to you a lot? Yes. Yeah. Wait, random guy? So not so, even like an um, not employee, like a random also shopper. Yep. Somebody just will, asks like, you something. You go to pick something off the shelf, and they'll go, ah, you know, something about this thing, and you're like, oh yeah, man, and then you just what? walk away. I have or, never or, okay, so like, this. here's a scripted experience that uh, I'm sure a lot <laughs> so of us do. Like, when you're at work and you pass coworker, and they say, hey, how you doing? And you say one of the following things: living the dream. Oh God. <laughs> Or, oh, I'm doing. Or, good, how are you? And then they'll respond with, living the dream. See, there's a guy at my work that does that. But he does it in the most dick way possible. Oh. Or he keeps walking. So what you, like, you know, like some people say, like, oh, hey, how's it going? And then you go, oh, you know, it's going well. And I'll go, oh, how are yourself? And like, oh, it's going well. This guy is such a dick that he'll say it as he's, he's booking past you. Hey, how's it going? So I, and then I feel like... He's just a, busy. Yeah, but I feel like an ass then. So I'm like, oh, good, good I guess. Good, like, do I, good. Tur- do I turn around? No. Wow. So I started doing this. Whenever he says to me, like, hey, how's it going? I go, yeah, it is. And I just keep walking. And I say it as fast as I can. So I know he hears me. Just in the off chance that he's like, what? And then he has to turn around and either ask me what or if, say something else. What if you went next to him, matched his exact walking pace, and yeah. looked him directly <laughs> in the eyes? And we're like, you're having this fucking conversation <laughs> with me, Dale. Just, just <laughs> not Dale. Yeah, I know. I just um, going with Call back to the last episode, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Anyway, what were you going to say, It should be sad. or You should not have. If so, You want to say hi to a person. You should not ask them a question. You should say hi. So I can say hi, and that can be the end. Don't say, how are you? Like an actual question, and then you leave. Okay, Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Because that doesn't make any sense. And then you feel horrible. You're like, what the, like I don't know what to do now. And you think about it for the next five minutes. But not this guy, and I've beat him. Because now whenever he passes me, you go, hey, how's it going? And you keep going. Like I hear him in the distance. I'm going, like, hi, hi. Like, really, you know, it gets quieter. I'm like, yeah, it is. And I just don't turn around. No eye contact. I'm gone. That's too many. Yeah. How are you? Go- That's too much. Viewers, I'm going to. Listeners. I'm going to help your wife. Just say a simple, hey. Or don't say anything. I don't want to talk to you. That's okay as well. I don't need this conversation for my day. I would have been fine without you. I'll be fine with you. Yeah. And I think people think they need to do that to assume, to seem friendly. It's like a formality. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to say anything to me. I don't think you're evil. We, I can just not say anything either, and you can also not say, say anything. Hey and he it's must like be a, my arch nemesis. I'm telling you, people they think they have to to appear friend. It's like, look, you'd be even nicer if you just said nothing. We're all here for the same reason. Uh, I've become a really like an expert at closed-ended responses. So I will like walk past somebody and they'll say, "Hey, how you doing?" And I'm like, "Hey, 
I don't even acknowledge that they asked me how I'm doing. I don't ask how them that. that. You just gave <laughs> them like I'm, a stare. Like, no, I, didn't, no. I don't stare at them. You like, just stared at me. Nothing well, I gave you, you a stare. Hey, that's it. Nothing else. Nothing you said to me <laughs> makes me think that that's closed-ended besides the look that you or, just looked at or me Or I'll just be like, if they're like, oh, another day, I'll just be like, oh, yeah, nothing else. <laughs> Oh yeah, but pretty much uh, not quite like that. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> working harder, hardly working. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I should fire you. If you do, if you don't It'll work for you, you <laughs> much like fired. Jordan said, pack your bags, buddy. So we work in different departments. Pack your fucking bags. Hey, you're not my boss. Yeah. But Get like, out of here. Like when, Tell when the next guy. Don't ask a question, and when somebody asks you a question, don't respond to it. Just, yeah. yep. Hey. I think people know that you shouldn't respond to it. Like, hey isn't an invitation. It's just like, hey. Hey. That's why that's fine. It's like an acknowledgement that you see them, and you understand that they're a person, but it's not like an, it's not an invitation to be a friend. I don't want a friend. And some, I don't want the conversation. Some people want them, They what they actually want is they want you to ask them how they're doing. This is something I didn't catch on to until I was a older person, <laughs> adult. Because people would say, how's it going? I was like, I'm great, and just move on with my life. <laughs> but no, I, now I've been saying, like how are you doing as well? And they were really relying on you. Yeah, it's like, at that point, don't, you you care, don't you care how I'm doing? It's like, not really, I don't. <laughs> But it's like, I'll say, how are you, so you don't think I'm selfish or whatever. But really, some of the people want you to ask. Now, fast walking, Stam, he clearly doesn't <laughs> want that. I, I've been, um, like, sometimes you just got to be honest. Like, when, when they're like, hey, how are you? Instead of responding like, oh, I'm good, how are you? Or living the dream, you just be like, I'm awful. <laughs> My day's been going terribly. Would you right. like to hear about it? They'll, they obviously they do will. not. They never will. But they'll act like they do. Wow, there's so much disingenuous everything with people. Everything is disingenuous. Yeah. Or just say, I'm very hungry. Or I'm very cold. Cold? <laughs> <laughs> I'm cold at my job because they keep the air on. They keep these state buildings very cold to me. Uh, and it's like, how are you doing? I'm cold. Now, luckily, I don't know how you guys get into your places of business, but I... Uh, I like see no one. I see a police officer when I come in, and I can go straight to my cubicle, and no one actually can see me doing any work. There are people on the other sides of my cubicle. So you don't do any work. I do work, um, only because I'd feel bad if I wasn't. But <laughs> yeah, I don't actually have to talk to anybody. Did you uh, uh, really anything. make it an effort to match the microphone? Uh, wow. No. That was a blue thing, not a black thing. No, no. See, even my shoes are kind of uh, blue. You're wearing two different blues. I am. All blues are like related. See, my coworker gets on me so hard. I say coworker, and somebody that my, I work with is going to listen to this and be like, "You didn't say friend." But it's for people. So look, <laughs> okay. So here's here's another. So your friend. Well, here's a side story, right? Because I'm all about call, team chemistry. Call them an acquaintance and see how upset well, no, they get. Because, well, look, I'm the one who gets upset because I'm all about team chemistry where I work. The people I work with are great. All of them are phenomenal. Boom. But except your coworker. No, <laughs> see, I they are my coworkers, but they're my friends to me. Or I want to get to that point where they're my friends. They have made it abundantly clear they do not see me <laughs> as their friend. Oh, now there's one guy. Wow, he's pretty sick, and he he might be my friend. I think of him as a friend, a homie even. But these people, I'm like, hey, you know, 
friend, and they're like, that seems a bit much. And they said that to me. Really? Yeah. They have said that they out They said loud. that to me. Like, well, you know, that seems like a stretch. And then they're, they're like, yeah, wow. I was telling my friends about our, my coworker. And then, like, I've gone to, like, do stuff with them outside of work, and they're like, this is my coworker, Dan. I'm like, well, I thought we were friends. That is kind of ice cold. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm I'm the one who, like, tries to keep the band together, you know what I mean? I'm the glue in between the scissors that you what? make You're your cutting glue. <laughs> glue in between the scissors. No, I'm I'm so weird. You're gluing analogy. the scissors together so they're no longer <laughs> functional. No. I, what? Look, <laughs> I'm so confused. These are, these are broken scissors. Oh. I've glued them back together at the center so that they work again. You're repairing the scissors. I am a scissor repair glue. However, I don't think that glue uh. is the uh, appropriate way to repair scissors as it's like there's But if you use tape then you couldn't open and close them. You just get new scissors. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you're the glue holding the relationship. No, there is no relationship. I want there to be a why friendship. Why was gluing scissors together? <laughs> because look, like what you scissors, thought about that? <laughs> scissors are only operable so much as they're together. <laughs> okay. And once that's you fair. once you remove that, they're no longer functional. So me, I'm coming in taking these two separate halves of one thing that when it's together is There's beautiful. definitely a basket. You're like the screw. Here. You're the screw between the scissors. But there's no screws and scissors, is there? Yes, there it, is. There's got to be a thing a that's holding this thing. What's a hinge? A hinge is like, like a door. Hin- yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it rotates on a fixed okay, position. Okay, so look, I'm the glue that holds the screw into the scissors. <laughs> but why would you then just not screw the screw in place rather than gluing the screw? Because then you need another person to be a screwdriver. There's only so many people in this analogy. Okay, Danny, look. I will say this. Do you really think it's... Is it beneficial for you, you think, to try and become friends with these people you work when you know you will leave there someday? See, here's my thing. I like to think that I could be able to take relationships further than my place of employment. That's good. Like okay. I'm on a sports team with these people. We play. We're gonna play volleyball together on a team. A team of friends. Really? Yeah. Really, what they wanted is me oh. to play volleyball with them, so they'd have a better chance of winning. And I know that, and it's okay. <laughs> I know that I'm being used, but I'm hoping to leverage that into a nice and, uh, friendship. friendship. You know what I mean? So I try not to get. Mm, I mean, I have the numbers of some of my coworkers, but it's like. It can be dangerous. You know, this is almost my argument against having pets. You know, pets will die. So to me, it's like, why would I get something? Your happy. coworkers will die. <laughs> well, no, but more so, I know I'm not going to be there necessarily. Now I'm at the state, so I could. But I know I'm not going to be there forever. So I try to kind of keep it professional. But I still so like if they show like, that I kind of care. If they're I like, guess, hey, Jordan, of. you want to come get some drinks after work? You just look at them and go, you're going to die. And then just no. walk away. <laughs> no, it's no, why? Well, because you're going to die one day. I don't want to be sad. I will I will be as friendly with them and I'm happy to know them. But I don't want to be like crying when I leave a place that I know I have to leave literally because of money. <laughs> literally because of that. Um and I don't want to set myself up for I love all these people so much and I'm going to be leaving, but I have to leave. But I have to leave. I'll have to leave. So I have to kind of there's some distance. I'm not going to like Text them or whatever. Um, I mean, I've shown them pictures of my baby and uh, my wife. I've sent them wedding photos and whatnot. But that's very intimate. Yeah, is that intimate? I've never shown my coworkers any so. of my wedding photos. Well, okay. The photos of you at Jordan's wedding. Exactly. The photos of me attending your wedding 
with your wife. Oh, well, I've never true. Showed them pictures. <laughs> I actually have. I, I I detailed the one trip we went on <laughs> to, to get the suits. How a bunch of that uh, with the past. Yeah. That was an excursion, and I detailed that to them many times. I think it was just amazing. And when we went wow. to King of Prussia, that was the same time. Yeah. Now I was just saying that was the time. Wow. But I don't know. I guess maybe I have shared a lot. I don't know. I try to be. You have to try and be friendly with everyone. But if when you I left your job friends, right now, get, would you cry? No. Would you be sad? Mm, mm, no. Would any person has any person you worked with made an impact on you at all? Yes. I I value my supervisor because this feels like a thing you have to say on the pod. No, she's not like she's <laughs> listening like, to this like podcast. You, like, like you say this, <laughs> she and could the next be. Day you're you like, hey, it. I have a podcast. I ever tell you, you should listen to this last episode we just did. We're not. I'm not friends with her on any social media. How many media. state employees there are? A whole lot. They could all be listening to definitely maybe a podcast. I talked to my one friend who's a contractor who plays League of Legends, and he listened to the first episode. But I'm not friends with my supervisor because I'm going to keep it professional. Yes, he did like it. Did he listen to another one? I don't know. Time to kill him. I should ask him. I won't kill you, Uh, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you switch this to somebody else? (laughs) doesn't want to incriminate him, obviously. He switched it from a guy (laughs) who he didn't want to incriminate to another another guy's name who definitely also works at the state. (laughs) He does want to incriminate him. Actually, it was this guy. I don't know, Jack. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Look. No, I'm not. I'm not friends with my supervisor on any social media websites because I try to. I want to maintain some distance. Sure. And you just got to be. You know, you have to guard yourself emotionally. Yeah. That was no. You don't have to guard yourself emotionally. Let yourself open like yeah. a butterfly. I'm no, open I'm, to I'm, my I'm wife. People, I'm friends with my coworkers. Uh, however, I am so. No- and I, this is just my personality. I am just okay. so notoriously like I won't do anything. Like I get invited to like. <laughs> parties or, or whatever like go get drinks after work or whatever and i just no i'm gonna go home but i do love these people i, I work with a great there's a great bunch of people i work with same if you would have told me that your coworkers, either of you invite you to go anywhere regularly weekly even and you say yeah and i usually go out and do that with them i would have murdered both of you I don't. For how often weekly I try to get you over here for one hour? If you would have been like, "Yeah, we usually go out weekly and get like a drinks for a couple hours," this whole place would have been burned <laughs> to the ground with you inside of yes, it. Yes, but where's you the would bar not have food made here, it. Right? I have. Where's the drinks, in, Dan? In the moment of you getting prepared to answer that, I had already <laughs> figured out. What part of your kneecaps I would have cut so you could not move from this spot mm. when I set it ablaze? Kneecap removal, eh? We, uh, my, my coworkers, we don't do. We have parties kneecap at removal. work, but we don't do too many out of work time stuff. And I think that's fine because. Would you, if you had to do I your wedding over again, the thing. would you invite any of them? Oh, I worked wow. there. When I had my wedding. <laughs> you, you, you I didn't do. invite anybody. That's a great question. But I was only working there. You didn't invite like Cameron. No, I was invited. You were. Sure, you were. I, I was invited. Sure, you were. I just didn't realize it. Actually, I didn't know. <laughs> really? You yeah. didn't come? He's like, I didn't mean to do that. Are you sure you were invited? No, no, that's... <laughs> look, the point is... I'm, I'm, I'm pretty... I was guilted a lot for not going to this wedding, so I better no, have no, been no, no, invited. No. Um, yeah, no, it's... Your wedding was cool. It yeah, was I'm good. Sure it was but great. I was only working at my job for about a month. Okay, so you didn't have time to form the formulative relationships. Yeah, but they all liked me, and I liked them, and they were, it was nice. You, you shouldn't be very wary of people where everywhere they go, there's people who suck. They might 
That he might like suck the, a little. The worst nursery rhyme. Be very wary everywhere that you go. <laughs> people will suck. And that's for sure. But, but it's effective. If there's always, if you're always complaining about people every single place, I'm not saying it could you're be the true. Problem. There could be people every single place you work. I've been lucky everywhere I've worked. I have not had any issues, but it's like you shouldn't always be having problems with people all the time. You know Am I alone on that? What do you think, Cameron? You, you <laughs> I hey, and I recognize I could I could be very lucky. No, I think you're correct. I think that as an agreeable person, you uh, should be able to, to develop a way to just, like, understand that some people are the way that they are. And you don't need to complain about it, and you don't need to say anything about it. You just you don't even have to acknowledge it. I work in a very, mm. like, a very, very blue-collar environment. I work in shipping. And some people say some fucking weird-ass shit all the time. Is it all dudes? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Bunch, of, bunch of men, just some weird-ass, like, stuff. But it's like, but okay, why do they okay. come up with the collars? Well, there's blue collar and white collar, and I still don't know why. Well, yeah, the blue collar, maybe you're wearing from? a jeaned shirt. The white <laughs> yes, collar, you're denim. wearing a denim. dress. Yes. You're wearing a dress shirt. I'm a genius. I understand white collar, blue, blue collar. collar, but what is blue collar? What's a blue white collar? White collar. Uh, well, blue collar is just, you know, <laughs> I'm getting dirty maybe at my job, or not, not even that. It's lower Blue Lower collar class is like quote unquote. a blue collar job class, is something that say. is like physical labor. Yeah, so Mario would have been a blue collar worker. Yes, yeah, a he's pl- a plumber. plumber. Is blue collar. Yeah. White collar is an office job. Yeah. Now, preferably making actual money, but yeah, I work in an office, but I still, which is weird. I wouldn't consider myself, huh? What's what job? Jordan is highlighting that he does not make a lot of money. I don't make a lot of money. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, he works in Mario making like fictional money or something. No, no. When I think of a white collar job, it could be yes, someone who's maybe an executive. Dan thinks of I wore this to work. White collar. Great show. Yes, Matt Bowman. No, I wore this to work exactly. You guys both love the USA. I didn't actually didn't watch the USA White Network at all. is where characters. Yeah, you did. I did not watch White Collar. Oh no, but you I watched know, the USA I Network. know. Yeah, I watched USA. That's what I'm saying. Bro, notice. Uh, I Psych. watched some Royal Pains. Psych. Um, not watch any. Of in plain shows. sight. Good. Covert uh, affairs. Covert affairs. Piper Perabo, I believe, was the lead there. Uh, um, White yeah. Collar, obviously. Yeah, I didn't. I actually did not watch. My brother watched White Collar. Suits. I did watch Suits. Amazing show. Um, you guys really watched all of these shows, like yeah, into yeah. I watched a lot they were of great shows. shows. USA was so great. USA had a stranglehold on my TV's like yeah. runtime for a long time. Wow, something about oh Monk. How can I forget oh, Monk? Come, on. this what was a slapper. I'm telling you, was Bones USA Network? No, no it was TNT. Was oh. it TNT? I thought it was Fox. I'm pretty sure because it you know came up around. It came like out Bones. around the house. Could have been Fox around that house era. Could have been Fox. Um, House is honestly the worst TV show of all time. That's I don't agree very with that bad at all. Opinion. Are you okay. serious? It's literally the same episode every episode. Yeah, so is Grey's Anatomy. It's been 17,000. No, same episode. Like episode that could, could apply to every single show. I could say that about every show. People watch the show because of the... It's like House. Episode. Yeah, I, I love like House. House. Dude, I hate that show. Drives me crazy. I mean... Okay. Somebody, Dan, okay, I Dan ru- is rushed to the hospital. His knee is Blasted open. Which Actually, need? no, it's more of like a Dan's rush to the hospital, right? Why is his skin <laughs> turning deep green? Nobody can figure it out. So they spend the whole episode, all the different 
doctors are like, oh, we need to test him for green skinitis. <laughs> uh, guess what? That ain't fucking it. <laughs> okay. Oh, we got to test him for <laughs> fishman disease. It ain't fishman disease either. Uh, well, guess we're going to have to let Dan die. <laughs> and then Dr. House is having a con- Dr. House is about the, you know, the asshole doctor. He's having a conversation with the fast food employee. It's like, oh, man. Uh, we're having a special on burgers. And then House is like, <laughs> what? <laughs> burgers. Runs to the hospital. He's like, get him started on 50 milligrams of ibuprofen. It's burger disease. He's got burger disease. And then cut to Dan healing from burger disease. And he's like, wow, you really saved my life, Dr. House. Yeah, that's what I do. I really like people, but I also hate them. And then, then there's the plot point for the like, then it's like, I cheated on my wife. And then the episode's over. Oh, that's, no that's the plot point <laughs> the that like, carries on. The last five minutes is dedicated to, to adultery <laughs> of every yeah. episode. And, the, and this, it's just the same. It's the same episode every time. And I, I can't watch TV like that. It drives me crazy. That's my jam. I love knowing <laughs> this is, look, I like the premise of the show. I like the characters. Yeah, give me more and more and more and more. That's why there are many seasons. Sometimes I Dan more. dies because they couldn't figure it was burger disease. Very rarely. They're, they're, yeah, it's very like, obvious looking at me. It's burger disease. <laughs> <laughs> they're really, they're really treating him for fishman itis, whatever the fuck I said. <laughs> I don't know. I was not, not really great on the fly there. But you guys get the, you guys get the point. See, House I, sucks. The way that I am in my life is, we've talked about this. I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my knee I was al- touched, listeners. I almost touched his knee, but it was like just enough to not. It was like a weird slide. Aye. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we've talked about this. I am a textbook hypochondriac. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where if I have the slightest ailment, <laughs> Dan is going to Google I green am skin items. Convinced I w- am going to die. Everything that happens to me, I'm like, is this fatal? It could be like nothing. Like, oh, man, I got a pimple, but it's on my arm. Do people get those? And it's like, you're going to die. And I know I'm going to die. I treat that with everything. Do you guys ever have you guys ever have that where you just like get something that you're like, oh, I can't explain that. It's okay, though. Or are you guys like, oh, I can't explain this. I'm going to die. No, I'm like, if I get sick, I want, I, I, <laughs> I'm like the, I'm not taking medicine. Like Any medicine. Pretty, uh, if I can avoid taking any type of medicine, like not even like a Tylenol. Yeah, if I can avoid it, I won't. So like, if I start, I get migraines sometimes, and sometimes Jeez. if I start to get a what? migraine, instead of like taking the the Tylenol, I'll be like, I'll just go to sleep, and then it fixes yeah. itself. Isn't the night supposed to put your ass? However, however, I do really rock with Nyquil. I love Nyquil. Yeah, Nyquil's amazing. See, here's okay, but the just green don't get or the purple Nyquil. I like the green. Me too. Because that's the one with the 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 Vicks. The, the Vicks. That shit slaps. I will take. Here's okay. Nyquil. Here's what I'm gonna say. Nyquil. If you're listening to this, we will happily sponsor you or on you this spo- podcast. Be them sponsoring us. You sponsor us, and we'll sponsor imagine, you. Imagine, imagine this, for this little clip here, and there's just like four bottles of Nyquil and Dayquil, equally as good table. a product, <laughs> on the on the table for every podcast if you sponsor us. Uh, but I will take Nyquil for <laughs> for ailments that aren't related to Nyquil at all because it'll <laughs> put me to sleep. Yeah, I've done that. Idea. I've done that too. No, Dead seriously, ass. there's it's there's like a painkiller in it, and it puts you to sleep. So it like, puts, what else yeah. do you really need? Like my stomach will hurt. 
I guess I'll have some NyQuil. <laughs> uh, uh, my younger listeners do not listen to this advice. <laughs> I know someone who does that as well. I'm very close to this person. Is it you? No. Is it one of us? <laughs> no. Is it I, your, your wife? wife? I can or cannot confirm that. But is she a nurse? Yeah. <laughs> look. So this is confirmed. That well, they get worse. Well, look. That sounds like Just because people are necessarily nurses doesn't mean they still have their own. And this is true in life. People still have their own beliefs no matter what credentials they may have. Facts. Um, so just because I'm a doctor doesn't mean that, you know, if I tell you peanut butter will cure cancer, means that that's true. George is not a doctor. I am not a doctor. So it could. And neither is. No, <laughs> wait. <laughs> no. Neither is Dr. House he, in real life. Yeah. That guy's that, British. Yeah, I know. That was crazy when I found that out. Um, but, okay, on the subject of diseases and thinking you have them, there is something I kind of went through. Was this kind of last year in the beginning of the year? I guess it could still happen. I guess now that I think about it, it hasn't been happening. Anyway, I would drink a lot of water. And I would get this weird pain in my abdomen. Yeah. And it would be like, it's like somebody was squeezing it, uh, and then they let go. And then they would squeeze it and let go. And I have no idea what that is. I haven't been I to a doctor a in years. Um, so that was weird. It doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> There's no payoff to that? You didn't like, get it checked out? No, I did not get it checked out. I have no idea what that it was. It still happens? Uh, no, it hasn't happened like in a month or two. I got so. my appendix removed. I remember that. See, but you guys have okay. these straightforward <laughs> straight ailments. All the ailments that I get are the most bizarre ailments. Like one day I wake up, something doesn't feel right. What could it be? Half my face doesn't work. Okay. What? And that's a. This is a real that thing happened. that <laughs> happened to me. I wake up one day. Okay. I wake up one day. I go to blink. My one eye just does not shut. I'm like, well, that's fucking weird. And then what? And then I'm like, okay. And I go in the mirror to look to see what's going on. I'm like blinking. It's like not working. And I go smile. And half my face isn't going up. Uh, this is traumatic like and horrible stroke. for Dan, but honestly, like at the time, like the <laughs> comedy of it all was just so. It was uh, just like. But I was like, what? And then I and then I go up to my mom, who's making dinner that night. I let it go that day to see if it would get better. It just didn't. And I was like, hey, mom, like you know, I think <laughs> I'm Harvey Dent. After <laughs> di- after dinner, we should probably go to the doctor or the hospital. And she goes, why? <laughs> and I go, and she looks over to me to see my face falling off of my head and she goes oh my god are you having a stroke and i go i don't know i've never had one but i can't imagine that that this is what that is so i go there and they tell me like yeah uh you know you have this disease and i was like oh shit wait what so you actually have a disease you don't remember this yeah i had a disease on my face and then no like, i don't they were like we're gonna give you these pills and i was like okay cool and they were like you have to take the pills until it goes away and i was like okay well how long are we talking well i said like how long are we <laughs> how long are we talking here they go till till it goes away and i was like yeah okay but like what if i run out of pills they go get more pills and i said do we have like an estimate like how long does it usually take for this to go away <laughs> and this doctor in a lab coat Looks to me and goes, yeah, I don't know. Some people get it for three months. Some people get it for three years. Like, it's really just, you know, depends on the person. Just till that vein loosens back up. And I was like, are you f***ing kidding me? Wow. So that was one that I had. Don't have any more. Both my eyes can blink now. You took enough pills. Took enough of the pills. Uh, Woke up one day. My leg was heavy as shit. Didn't know what was going on. 
leg was heavy as a motherfucker. I was like picking it up to like sleep. I think they call it neuropathy or something. Something with neuropathy. Neuropathy. Sorry. No. I just learned this word. None of those things are what I had. But my leg was real heavy. I was like, damn, that's weird. And then I go to the doctor. I was like, yo, my leg is real, real heavy. And they go, yeah, uh, you have Lyme's disease. So now I have Lyme's disease. And then the doctor drops this. (laughs) The doctor drops this little bitty on me. Right? He goes, yeah, sucks. You have that forever now. And I go, he actually said that? Yeah. And I said, uh, what, sir? I thought you were just going to give me some doxycycline, and this thing would be out of my system in a little bit. And he goes, yeah, 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 it'll be gone, but, like, it's still in your system, so, like, you can just have flare-ups. Flare-ups. That's wild. So then, like, a couple, like, a year or two later, I'm sitting there, and my leg starts getting real heavy again. I'm like, damn, this shit hurt, right? Then I go back, because I don't have the little target I had the first time, nothing. Like, I got nothing. Go back to, like, you might have a blood clot. So I had to get an ultrasound on my leg. That's scary. I know. Sure. Had to get an ultrasound on my damn leg. This fucking doctor, so I'm sitting in a chair. She's rubbing petroleum jelly on my fucking thighs. And I'm sitting there going, I'm making jokes, and she's just not laughing. Just not laughing. <laughs> sir, sir, this is not funny. Yeah, and I'm sitting there like, I'm the one in, like, I'm in, I'm the one ailed. Like, can you just, like, humor me? Nothing. Yeah, okay, like, you so got some look, peanut butter in there? <laughs> you got to look on the bright side, right? I didn't have a blood clot. It Good. was Lyme's disease. So, sure, Again. you have Lyme's <laughs> disease, right? <laughs> you got to live with that. It does suck. However, <laughs> if you don't want to ever do something, ah, oh, my Lyme's disease is flaring up. And you are st- and you can be like, and it's real. Because yeah. You can provide that paperwork. Yeah. I hate the doctor. I, l- I like my doctor. I don't like going <laughs> to the doctor. It's a problem. I've gone Wait, to the doctor. You hate the doctor, but you don't hate your doctor. No, I like. So you my, hate doctors. I hate going <laughs> to the. I hate going to the doctor, but I like my the when my doctor there. as like as people. Yeah, and it it sucks because okay. I go to the doctor for different reasons than Dan does. Uh, I will like set up an appointment, you know, talk to them about my mental health and stuff like that, and then yeah. they'll be like, "Yeah, we'll see you in a month," and I'll be like, "No, you won't," because <laughs> then I won't ever show up to the doctor ever again. And I don't. I'm confused. So do you don't like f- the doctor? But you like going to the doctor, but no, you won't I don't go like back. Going to the doctor. You don't like going to that doctor, but you like your doctor yes. personally because they're a nice person. But not yeah. enough. But to because go they're back. a doctor, well, you will not. It's return. like a it, 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 it's a headspace thing, right? It's like so. I'm I'm like all right. I'm ready to tackle my depression. I'm ready to get on top of it. Going to the doctor, see what they can do. Boom! In the doctor's office, talking about it. Cry at the doctor, right? Of course. Try this medicine. Don't like being on depression meds at all. So then instead of going back for my follow-up screening or my follow-up with the medicine, I just don't show up, don't answer the phone calls, don't answer the mail. This is making me I understand. feel like a terrible person, but I'll See, just, I just go ghost on my doctor. You're clearly talking through this yourself. Is that a crime? It can't not but be to a crime. to not go to the doctor? Like, if, if I have a doctor's you're appointment ghosting your doctor. and I ghost them, like, that's definitely a crime. Well, I, okay, so here's that, the thing. I feel like illegal. it's a criminal. If you I go think. to the doctor to talk about Maybe depression morally. and then that doctor can't get a hold of you after you leave there, yeah, that, that, that is definitely be, an issue. That might not be the best way to handle that. Honestly, and then, so this has happened, like, two times, and... In my adult life. And now, they'll, like, instead of, like, hey, you didn't show up, they'll just be like, hey. Glad you're still here. Yeah, we're just checking in on you. Make sure you're okay. You should come in sometime. Yeah. I won't do that. Definitely work on your communication. I should. I really communication should. Communication is so the key much to pressure, every relationship. Man. Literally every single thing. It's so Almost. much pressure to, to go to the doctors. This is a serious pod. We all. Yeah, we're, we, we're, this is. We're, we're, we're working some, some things out today. <laughs> I feel like the <laughs> listeners are learning a lot. 
yeah. about us. Yeah, Dan has Lyme's disease. Cam Lyme has disease. Cl- clinical depression. Jordan loves house. That's a disease yeah. in <laughs> of itself. I haven't. I personally haven't been to a doctor. I don't even know when. So I went for the first time this year in probably like six years. Nice. The thing is, and that's sad. I, you know, I work I at the state. I have benefits week. and whatnot. Totally don't. Yeah, I go. feel like so. Dan would wake up like, "Ow, my elbow hurts!" Immediately at the doctor's. Yep. I'm. I'll be like, I want to know what's wrong immediately. Unless I need it like fixed immediately, I'm not going. To it's got to feel like it's going to kill me. Yeah. Like the thing where I felt like my abdomen or whatever that feeling was. It, it happened for like a few seconds and then it went away. And I was like, maybe it's happening because I'm drinking too much water throughout the day. Um, so I just stopped drinking as much water and it, that would work. And then sometimes I would forget that that would happen and start drinking water. And I was like, crap, this thing's happening. And But it's like, this doesn't seem like it'll kill me. Yeah. When, when my appendix ruptured, it was probably literally Dan's worst nightmare because I had just gone to the doctor for being sick. Like I was, I was just like sick as a dog. And then the guy, the resident that saw us was like, hey, just in case you have some symptoms of maybe appendicitis, it's definitely not that. But just in case, go to the ER, get them checked out. <laughs> go to the ER, and they're like, Your appendix has ruptured. <laughs> we're keeping you overnight and we're pulling this thing out. And I was like, God damn. Uh, imagine you stuff. living that. Like now, I no, would, I you knowing that no, information. See, here's the thing I would have died. And it would, <laughs> and it wouldn't have been in surgery. It wouldn't have been after due to complications. They would have gone there, and the one doctor would have been like, "It's definitely not this." But you go there. I would have gone there upon him saying, "Hey, your appendix has ruptured." Hearing that, I'm dead. Flatlined. Wow. They go, maybe the appendicitis got him. No, it wasn't that. It was the promise of the a news. doctor betraying me. <laughs> wow. Dead. Gone. What a strange process that was. Yeah, at least I'm just, I'm always very eternally grateful that I'm alive at this point. And I'm sure there's people maybe 100 to 200 years later who will be like, I'm glad I wasn't alive, you know, early 2000s or, you know, kind of a little after the early. Because when you think back then, you know, there wasn't necessarily anesthesia for them to come and get you or Bite get this whatever rope. is out. Yeah, and it's like. There's just so much, and even bathrooms, like, back then, there weren't, like, toilets Me and, and you, stuff. at a certain point, couldn't even go into the same bathroom. Toilet paper? I'm grateful for all of these things. So I learned that, like, peasants, like, back in the medieval times, they had a spoon, like, a wooden spoon, and that was their utensil that they used for everything. I thought you were going to say their toilet paper. They, yeah, no, they, they also like, they scooped it, dirt. poop out of their <laughs> There was, like, hole. not food. There was, like, not enough food, so they just, like, they ate dirt. The life expectancy was, like, 20 years. Yeah, that's... I couldn't <laughs> Imagine that. eating dirt until you died. Like, yeah. <laughs> they loved it. <laughs> no, they did not. Oh, uh, well, yeah. It's There's so many, you know, I'm grateful that... A lot of the good stuff of this time is created by people much smarter than I ever have been. I just kind of accept it. Like, I can order food and it just arrive at my house. How awesome is that? Yeah, that's that crazy. was sort of my thing with, like, the whole pandemic. Like, people were like, you can't trust any of the misinformation. These people have agendas. I was like, bro, like, I don't have an agenda. Like, if these guys are Do like... Do you have an like, agenda? Like, these guys... If, if, this, if this guy who, like, devoted his life and career to medicine is like this will probably help you i'm like i guess it probably will i don't have like my agenda can't be to be like nope because i just don't wanna you know what i mean yeah i'm i'm an expert on very few things <laughs> yeah. if you're like if i'm an expert on vaccinations 
If you ask me that, no. <laughs> are yeah. you an expert on airborne pathogens? <laughs> no. Um, are you an expert on where all the hidden clue bottles in the first Sly Cooper game for the PlayStation 2 is? Yes. So if this is something that pertains to that, <laughs> sure, I'll give my opinion. Yeah. But I'm going to trust the, uh, the, what yeah, the I'll just be like, yeah, okay, that sounds good. And they're like, you fucking sheep. And I'm like, bro, I, the guy, he did... He read the book. There's no way the government gives a fuck about me. <laughs> at all. There's no way <laughs> that anybody above my, like my direct report at my job, like anybody past that, even like considers what I'm I would doing be anyway. honored if the government gave a shit about me enough to want to push an agenda onto me. Oh yeah, you know onto I mean? Dan, onto Dan Cronin. Like if if the government cared enough about each individual citizen to be like you, this is your new, this is how you think now. Like you know what, man? I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. It's validating. It is. I think that's that's an argument for them, though. It's like the people <laughs> don't care about you. Actually, they care about whatever they have going on. You know what I mean? It's like I if guess. they didn't care, um, or if they if if um, you know, if Cameron saying you know the people they don't care about me specifically, that's an argument for the person who is saying not to trust the people because. They don't care. So it's like, why would I care if Cameron it's a, lives it's or a, dies? It's impossible to care in bulk for anybody. You know what I mean? Like, care is so specific. Like, you have to care about, like, when you say, like, what do you care Proper about? care. It's something. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I care about Eurasia. It's like I care about South Korea specifically. You know what I mean? Like, I care about, like, what do you care about? Like, I, I care about, you know, everyone in, in the greater Harrisburg area is like, no, I care about you two sitting on my couch. I think saying, like, care is one thing, but think of it like this. There are way too many people in the world, in the country, in the state, for these people to acknowledge me by injecting microorganisms that are nanobots into my bloodstream. And I, think, I think people just don't want people to die, and that's probably the bottom line. Well, here's it. the thing. And say we're wrong... And, you know, Fauci or whoever else is doing these things to me, right? I'm not unconvinced I could beat the f*** out of Fauci. So if I find out he's pulling some shit, me and you are squaring out, Fauci. And I know I could take your ass. I've seen you. You're like an 80-year-old New Jerseyan. Or New Yorkian? What is he? I'm not exactly sure of his state of you think order. You, could, you think you could take Fauci in a fight? Yeah, I mean, I'm a lover, not a fighter. But do you think if he came up to you and was like, I'm injecting you with bullshit, could you fight him? Yeah, exactly. You think you could fight him? Well, I think in that situation, <laughs> if you here's the thing, I will listen to you. But at the point that you're giving me advice and you know I could beat the shit out of you, you have to be giving me good advice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Otherwise, you know there's a risk of your ass getting run. So this is this is so funny that you say this because this is something I experience uh, as a a, a nerd who pl- I play card games, nerdy card games, Yu Gi Oh, right. I'll sit it's okay, down. I don't judge you for that. Right, I'll sit down against uh, at a tournament across somebody playing this card game, and I'll lose, and I'll feel bad because I'm a competitor, and I'll feel bad because I lose. But then I think about it. It's like I could totally like beat the shit out of that guy, <laughs> and then I feel better okay. about my life. You know what I mean? I don't do is this that. Shared experience. Your default no. response to loss is. I can still beat. I can still beat you up though. You can't beat me. I'll lose to some guy, right? You can beat me with the cards. But but then it's like I have a car. I have a good job. I have an apartment. 
I'm winning ultimately. This so sounds just, like copium, is yeah, what they say so in just, my You're just immediately like <laughs> comparing this miserable man's life to you because you lost to him in a child's card game. Exactly. Look, it's my wife's philosophy. Could I, you beat Dr. Fauci in Yu-Gi-Oh, Dan? <laughs> probably. Probably not. Yeah, I'm probably better Honestly, yeah. than him. That punk. I could probably. I could. Jesus. Christ. I could definitely beat his ass. There, there goes. <laughs> there goes our fucking Nike subscription. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guy, the Vix representative is watching this. He's like, he's. Like, I like this. This is great. Until it's like, wait. He said, what about that? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I think it's it's what I say to my wife. Um, there's it's, it's basically you. what. <laughs> no, no, I don't say this. What's for dinner? <laughs> Oh no! I'm ordering Popeye. No, That's what I said to my wife, "I love you, honey." <laughs> Good no. night. Uh, almost in the same vein of what Cameron is saying, but there's always a cost for pretty much anything. So, for example, this is my my analogy: if you make a lot of money, usually you have to do a lot of work. You you may have to go to college, or you may have to do more work than the people making less money than you. This is what I think. Now, this dude who is beating you at Yu-Gi-Oh. He's put a lot of time into doing this thing. That's something that it costs time for him to do that. Yes. That time he did all of that, you're getting your car. You're getting your job. You're living your life. I mean, this is all hypothetical. I've never lost that. But I've if never that lost happened, ever. that never is happened. kind of the cost of being good at something. It costs time being good at That's other what I'm stuff. I think about that. Is basically what I I'm saying. I think the same thing that he's saying about you even playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, you go and play Yu-Gi-Oh, and that's fun. And whether you win or lose, you're still playing Yu-Gi-Oh. So the time that you spend doing that, I'm like, damn, I'm out here living a life, doing the shit, talking the spit, fighting the Fauci's. Playing guitar in your room. You know what I mean? Like, doing my shit by myself. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, damn, he could be. I could be playing this 10-year-old card game, or I could be doing anything else with my time. But Cameron's willing to put that time in to have fun. Yes. So it's Maybe. not valueless to him. And some people only have fun being better than other people. Well, and that's the same and thing with me. Le- 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 League of Legends. That's you love League of Legends. My, I do love League my, of Legends. My entire existence is just how can Dead I be Legends. better than the guy I'm next to? Yeah. I think yeah, that's wow. something good that, and I don't know if women right now do that's it you, buddy. too. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, is that a compliment? <laughs> or I don't know. I could never be better than you. I don't. Dude, I don't want to stop compete. touching Jordan's <laughs> knee. Like, like five knees. Bordering on sexual harassment. What's your What's your obsession with knees today? You're gonna rip my kneecaps Cut out. People off by their touching knees. Touching Jordan's knee constantly. My, Dude, the knee. Yeah. You've got a, a fixation, bud. I don't know what the deal is with me. I can't stop. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know where I was. Let's. It comes to such a nice point. Let's end the podcast. Okay. Yeah, I guess that is good for one. Uh, the point is, it's I been care, an hour. I care about both of you. Thank you, Ken. Damn Damien. Thank you, Damien. Damien. That's if Dan was genetically altered to also be an onion. <laughs> or, or a yellow snack food. Those are fun. You try to say <laughs> something caring. <laughs> Just completely jacked it up. And your I'm guy sorry. goes, thanks, Cam Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Cam Daniel. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> Jordan chose Dan to be his best man at his wedding. They just called him Cam Dan. <laughs> I don't know where the yin is coming from. That's not even how you say Cameron's name. 
Daniel, uh, Daniel right. and N of Cameron. Yeah. Oh, harmonize so on Daniel. No, I was going to say niece. <laughs> we can harmonize on knees. You got it? Yeah. I got some nice Wait, no, knees no, here. No, no, no. He's had it like the I last four times. All right, you got it? You yeah. got it. You got it. You got it. Rock, paper, scissors me right now, bitch. Okay. Out of one. One, two, three, go. Fuck. You got it. <laughs> All right. Rock every time. Ready? Wait, what are we harmonizing? Oh, knees. Knees. Oh, sorry, I forgot. So here's here's the knees. Knees. Okay. Three, two, one. Knees. Back to back. 